Welcome to The Way this day for Monday, December 26th, and it is the second day of Christmas. The 26th day of the month. I am the Lord your God. Sanctify yourselves, therefore, and be holy, for I am holy. Leviticus 11, verse 44. As he who called you is holy, be holy yourselves in all your conduct. 1 Peter 1, verse 15. Today we consider what it means to say that the church is holy. There is much misunderstanding about the meaning of the term holy. Too many seem to think it is merely entirely good, without flaw. That may serve us well when speaking of a holy God, but a perfect church? Hardly. At root, holiness instead has to do with being set apart, indeed with being different. In the commandments, when God called for one day a week to be holy, God meant that this day was to be set aside as different from the other six, distinctive in its practices. So also the Hebrew people were to exhibit holiness by refusing to bow down to the idols worshipped by all of the neighboring nations. Similarly, The church is called to live out in the world ways of being and doing that are alternatives to accustomed standards and customs. This means that far from being embarrassed when its ideals are at odds with accepted ways, the Christian community should revel in what it distinctively has to offer to the world. When the lives of people are being ruined by oppression and the church protest, we are exemplifying holiness. When greed goes unchecked, even applauded, and Christian people cry out, enough. We should rejoice that we are fulfilling our calling to be different for the sake of what is right. How willing are we to be considered out of step with society in order to be holy? Who wants to be labeled as odd, after all? But we are called to be a holy church, not a club that panders to whatever is currently popular. Opening Prayer O God, our help and our hope, holy is your name, unlike every other name we know. Holy are your ways beyond the reach of earthly imperfection. Holy are your people called by you to show the world a new way, a new hope. Calls us to be what you call us to be, through Jesus Christ, who died for being different. Amen. Psalm 84 verses 8 through 12. God of the angel armies, listen. O God of Jacob, open your ears. I'm praying. Look at our shields glistening in the sun, our faces shining with gracious anointing. One day spent in your house, this beautiful place of worship beats thousands spent on Greek island beaches. I'd rather scrub floors in the house of my God than be honored as a guest in the palace of sin. All sunshine and sovereign is God, generous in gifts and glory. He doesn't scrimp with his traveling companions. It's smooth sailing all the way with God of the angel armies. From the Book of Wisdom, Chapter 4, Verses 7 through 15. Righteous people, however, will find rest, even if they die young. We honor old age, but not just because a person has lived a long time. Wisdom and righteousness are signs of maturity that should come with old age. Once there was a man named Enoch who pleased God, and God loved him. While Enoch was still living among sinners, God took him away, 
so that evil and falsehood could not corrupt his mind and soul. We all know that people can be so fascinated by evil that they cannot recognize what is good even when they are looking right at it. Isn't innocent people can be so corrupted with desire that they can think of nothing but what they want? This man Enoch achieved in a few years' time a perfection that other people could never attain in a lifetime. The Lord was pleased with Enoch's life and quickly took him out of the wicked world. People were aware of his departure but didn't understand. They never seemed to learn the lesson that God is kind and merciful to his own people. He protects those whom he has chosen. Second Chronicles 24, verses 17 through 22. But after the death of Jehoadiah, the officials of Judah came and bowed down to the king, and the king listened to them. They abandoned the house of the Lord, the God of their fathers, and served the ashram and the idols. So wrath came upon Judah, and Jerusalem was their gift. Yet he sent prophets to them to bring them back to the Lord. Though they testify against them, they would not listen. Then the Spirit of God came on Zechariah, the son of Jehoadiah, the priest, and he stood above the people and said to them, Thus God has said, Why do you transgress the commandments of the Lord and do not prosper? Because you have forsaken the Lord, he has also forsaken you. So they conspired against him, and at the command of the king they stoned him to death in the court of the house of the Lord. Thus Joash, the king, did not remember the kindness which his father, Jehoiadiah, had shown him, but he murdered his son. And as he died, he said, May the Lord see and avenge. From the letter to the Galatians, chapter 3, verses 24 through 4, 7. Therefore the law has become our tutor to lead us to Christ, so that we may be justified by faith, But now that faith has come, we are no longer under a tutor, for you are all sons of God through faith in Christ Jesus. For all of you who are baptized into Christ have clothed yourself with Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek. There is neither slave nor free man. There is neither male nor female. For you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you belong to Christ, then you are Abraham's descendants, heirs according to promise. Now I say, as long as the heir is a child, he does not differ at all from a slave, although he is owner of everything. But he is under guardians and managers until the date set by the father. So also we, while we were children, were held in bondage under the elemental things of the world. But when the fullness of the time came, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, so that he might redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. Because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into our hearts, crying, Abba, Father. Therefore you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir through God. From the Gospel of John, chapter 3, verses 31 through 36. He who comes from above is above all. He who is of the earth is from the earth and speaks of the earth. He who comes from heaven is above all. What he has seen and heard of that he testifies, and no one receives his testimony. He who has received his testimony has set his seal to this, that God is true. For he whom God has sent speaks the word of God. 
for he gives the Spirit without measure. The Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hand. He who believes in the Son has eternal life, but he who does not obey the Son will not see life, but the wrath of God abides in him. These are the readings of the Word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Monday's Prayer Remember, O Lord, all for whom we prayed while gathered yesterday in public worship. Teach us how best we may serve them with deeds of love and kindness. Forgive us for any whom we neglected in prayer. Help us to open our hearts to the needs of all. Grant that what you taught us to do we may both ponder and perform. We bless you for the signs of your love revealed in bread and cup. By these gifts grant us not only hope until we gather at the heavenly banquet, but also graciousness that we may share with others among us the fruits of this earth. If anyone made a profession of faith, baptism, confirmation, or reaffirmation, please lift up their name at this time. Make firm and steadfast the faith of those who yesterday made covenant promises in the midst of the congregation that they may be worthy disciples. Remind us continuously to keep the promises we have made to them as sisters and brothers in Christ Jesus. Bind into one company of hope and one community of service all that you have made and redeemed by the sacrificial life and death of Jesus, our risen Lord. Amen. A Student's Prayer by John Calvin O Lord, you are the fountain of all wisdom and learning. You have given me the years of my youth to learn the arts and skills necessary to live an honest and holy life. Enlighten my mind that I may acquire knowledge. Strengthen my memory that I may retain what I have learned. Govern my heart that I may always be eager and diligent in all of my studies. And cause your spirit of truth, judgment, and prudence to guide my understanding, that I may perceive how everything I learn fits into your holy plan for the world. Amen.